America Meditating Radio Show. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. Hi, everyone. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. We bridge divides, we seek deeper meaning, and we answer life's most compelling questions from experts around the world. Because in a world of uncertainty and division within and out, we will need answers right here, right now. Join me and guests on America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Do you like to meditate? Have you tried to meditate? Have you struggled with meditation? Why don't you visit one of the Brahma Kumaris Meditation Center? Visit brahmakumaris.org. Hello, everyone. This is Sister Jenna from the America Meditating Radio, and I'm excited to introduce to you Meditate the Vote. It's going to be a national campaign, and what we're asking for all of you to join us with is to raise the bar of conversation. Try to see in what way we can change our interpretation about who we are, what we are, and perhaps the direction in which we want this country to go in. Regardless of whoever becomes the next president in 2017, we are still responsible for the way that we want to move our lives. So could you join me and an alliance of friends around the country to meditate the vote? Go to americameditating.org, press on Events, Meditate the Vote, and you'll be able to get a whole bunch of information. So join us, because I, Sister Jenna, meditate the vote. The Meditation Museum in Silver Spring, Maryland, offers a variety of courses and activities to make your life go a whole lot smoother. Located at 9525 Georgia Avenue, you will be able to experience the beautiful silence that's in the space. There are courses in Raj Yoga Meditation, Positive Thinking, Stress-Free Living, and Personal Development Classes. For more information, call us at 301-588-0144 or visit us online at meditationmuseum.org. Blaylock Dialysis Center is a convenient state-of-the-art dialysis center in the Houston area run by Dr. Panakin Patel. Relax in a comfortable environment while receiving quality care. Serving adults 18 to geriatrics, we are here to help you. Call 713-463-6611 for more information or visit us at our website at www.blaylockdialysiscenter.com. Blaylock Dialysis Center, where helping you get well is our priority. I'm Ivy Hilton, and you are listening to America Meditating Radio Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to America Meditating Radio. I'm your host, Sister Jenna, and we're broadcasting from the beautiful Meditation Museum in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. We just had Panas Desai and his beautiful wife, Jan Desai, with us, and what a powerful, what a powerful Sunday that was. And I especially loved Panas's just grace and wisdom and just the beauty of the whole process of what's going on. And so we really appreciated having 
him on the air. It was just a very, very profound experience, I have to tell you. If you'd like to catch up on the conversation that took place at the Meditation Museum, just go to meditationmuseum.org and uh, click on the live stream link. Just a conversation that you don't want to miss. Stay tuned. We're going to have the incredible Jay Ivey on, and he's going to be really telling us about some beautiful work that he's doing and how we can actually break the cycle of pain. Before I get J.I.V. on, why don't we go to Sister Gita and see what reading she has for us today. Sister Gita? Good day and good wishes and to her feelings to all of us, irrespective of what the drama might present before us at this exact moment. I am extracting from the pocketbook full of wisdom, and this has to do with inspiration. There is a part of you that is perfect and pure. It is untouched by the less than perfect characteristics you have acquired by living in a less than perfect world. This part of you is a still and eternal star-like energy. Make time to reach it, and this will bring you untold benefit. You are the child of the supreme energy full of power, full of peace, full of love, full of all virtues. You are that divine light. And just like a child would take the habit of its father, the Supreme Father, endorsing the fact that you children are just like me. It's just that you have forgotten your pure and perfect self. Something to contemplate on? Om Shanti, have a day full of wisdom. From the old to the young, we hold life and death on our tongues. Buried there within the warmth of our breath lies our outcome. In comes thoughts that are hung by our mainframes. It seems that the same things we stitch on our inseams is seen in the scenes our words paint. We spit fire, blow off steam, become things that we ain't. Our words either build, heal, or obliterate. Our words lift us, break us, paint us, stain us. Intention is written, spoken, our hearts are either healed or broken. Often we lose to the contest of context. Our minds are hypnotized, conned by text. We breathe life into what we think we can't. We are who we say we are. If you say you a star, chances are you probably are. Our steps are laid out by our mantras. Affirmations are claimed in conversation. We steer down the lanes of our language. Our bodies follow. Strength is borrowed or lost depending on what we believe. Opinions become the nucleus of our minds' dominions. Words do have power. Words do have power. Words do have power. The same way the world has cowards with faced by fear. Like sponges, we embrace what we hear. For some, our blues become our blueprints. Those who spent, those who spend all day thinking about others' thoughts give those thoughts value. They become our laws, our futures are dictated by what we dream. We're beautified or bullied by what we believe. 
What you spoke glues your hopes to your soul. We feed on our inner visions becoming what we think, regurgitating the negativity, the positivity. We are what we speak. you from Lucinda Drayton and we had a beautiful beautiful poetry by our upcoming friend Jay Ivy about the power of words. I can't begin to tell you how moving that is. Your words have power and we're about to enjoy some of Jay Ivy's words today. We tried this conversation before and we had some technical difficulties so I get the fortune of interviewing Jay Ivy twice in a year. <laughs> So when it comes to the art of hip-hop poetry, Jay Ivey is the first of his kind. He is a pioneer, a trendsetter, one who has knocked down impossible doors, taken the art of poetry directly to today's mainstream music and television arenas. Now, his motivational motto, dreams don't come true, they are true, has guided him from his native home, Chicago, to becoming a Grammy, Peabody, Clio, and NAACP Image Award-winning poet and artist. Jay co-starred in and narrated BET's award-winning film, Muhammad Ali, who we just lost. Sending lots of peace and love to you, the soul, Muhammad. So the film was Muhammad Ali, The People's Champ, has authored two books, Here I Am, Then and Now, and Dear Father, Breaking the Cycle of Pain. 
He co-owns also an entertainment company called Ivius Entertainment. And beyond music, television, and touring circuit, Jay continues to support community arts through the National Dear Father Movement, which encourages people of all ages to explore the arts and find strength through the power of forgiveness and the Dear Father letter writing campaign. Today, we are tickled to welcome our sweet brother back to the show. Jay, welcome back. It was my pleasure to be back. How you doing? <laughs> I was saying, yay, I get to do it twice in a year. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It was good to be back. Hey, I didn't know that you co-starred in and narrated BET's award-winning film, Muhammad Ali, The People's Champ. You must be feeling quite interesting this week. Yeah, it's been very interesting. The film is originally aired and premiered in uh, September, September 23rd of last year. And, you know, mm-hmm. since this past, and they, they've, been, they've been running the film, uh, rerunning it pretty much every day watching it last night and you know it's surreal because you know Muhammad Ali was I mean such a hero of right. mine personally and, and so many others and you know it's, it's a huge loss you know he inspires so so many and um mm-hmm. and, it, and it was a it was a blessing at the same time to be able to, to use my gift to, to pay homage so um but yeah if you haven't seen it please do my, my good buddies Cootie and Chike they directed the film and mm-hmm. it, uh, it, was a, it was a very beautiful work of art. I will. We're so proud of you. We are just so proud Thank of you. you. You're Thank welcome. You. You're a leader and an inspiration and maybe even one of the best students in life because you can't lead, you know, and you definitely can't command the life of others if you yourself haven't been commanded or if you yourself haven't been learning. So you're in the hip-hop community. Poetry is your platform and your calling. Yes, you've won a lot of awards, and you've even performed a lot of beautiful things like Russell Simmons' Deaf Poetry and much more. What's the source of what's coming out of Jay? What's your source? Oh, oh the, the source is God. The source is, mm. is uh, this amazing gift that he blessed me with. You know, oftentimes, you know, I, I sit back and, you know, I, I find myself in you know, different events, different arenas, you know, just just doing different things with, with my art and I'm all I'm always amazed, you know. And I'm always, you know, thinking like, Wow, God, thank you. I, I don't know why you gave this gift to me, but but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thank you. You know, it's it's um you know, I've always looked at it as like my my father, he was a DJ. Mm-hmm. And my mother, she she was a nurse. So I always looked at uh, a huge part of my purpose is I was put here to use my voice to help heal people. And it's truly been a blessing, and, and yeah, I, I thank God for my gift every day. I bet you do. Are you like me? You know, when he's using you, you really aren't you. Or maybe you really are the real you. And then something happens when it's this subtle energy. It takes over the I, mm. the me, and the mind, and it just starts to flow is that flow always with you or do you feel the difference and then you find yourself in life trying to amplify the flow of feeling God's energy more than what the world keeps telling you you should be doing or being? I absolutely feel it more when I when I when I concentrate and focus and tap into into it. You know, when I tap into the moment. You know, when I'm conscious of it, you know, when I'm 
when the spotlight's on, when it's my opportunity to speak and, you know, when people are sitting there ready to listen and I, I tap in, I focus, I definitely feel it. I feel it more. Mm-hmm. I feel it more. And it's a transformation. It is. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people, they say, well, man, off stage, you know, you're just this, this quiet, <laughs> laid-back guy, you know. <laughs> you know, on on stage, you just you know you're electric, you know, and and, and I feel that, and I've, I've witnessed it. I notice it every time I get on stage and speak. You know, something just just takes over, and I feel like I become more than than who I am. You know, and I, and I can feel the energy flowing through me. I tell you a real life story. My younger days, maybe about ten years ago. You know, when he's using you, and you're on the stage, and you're on what we call in Hindi, it's gadi. And Gadi means like the sacred throne, right? So I'm on my mm. Gadi. So this mm. moment occurred. So whatever happened, happened. I came down, and I think it was like two minutes later, this young girl comes up to me and says, Oh, my God, like you're so different. You were so elevated when you were up there. And she walked away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> and that was the first time I realized I got it. So, okay, I got some work to do. And so I just said, okay, I'm humbled, I'm humbled. I want to talk about your book, <laughs> Dear Father. Um, it's a vehicle of forgiveness and healing. And, oh, yeah. wow, it has touched, it has inspired the lives of so many people that I don't think you and I would ever decode the transformation that they've gone through. Could you let our listeners know about the book? And how has the book even changed, Jay? Oh, absolutely. So uh, the book, Dear Father, Breaking Cycle of Pain, it started with a poem. It, it's based around a poem that I wrote called Dear Father. And Dear Father came about when I was when I was at a crossroads of wanting to get this huge weight off of me that I've been feeling for years. My, my, my father, when I was younger, he was in my life, and uh, he was a part of my family until, you know, drugs and alcohol became a factor. And then my folks got a divorce. I didn't see it here for my father for 10 years. And I grew very angry, very upset, very depressed, very sad, very just all these different emotions. I, I, I didn't I didn't care about myself. I didn't feel the value and the worth could have felt if, if I had my father in my life. And it was my cousin who taught me that I needed, she told me that I needed to learn how to forgive. She said, if you don't learn how to forgive, you're going to carry that pain with you for the rest of your life. So I, one day I decided to forgive and by uh, God's grace, two weeks later, my father called me out of the blue, and we had the opportunity to reconnect. But uh, mm-hmm. a year and a half after we reconnected, he passed away. So I was going through this mm-hmm. roller coaster of emotions, and it was the point of me just wanting to get the weight off. It was uh, me hearing my, my cousin telling me I need to learn how to forgive. It was, it was my wife, Tari, telling me, or me hearing her voice telling me that I need to break the cycle it was me hearing my mother telling me that my father was a good man and that I need to let him rest in peace. And it was a combination of all those things. And, and at the end of the day, me just tired of feeling sad. You know, I didn't want to feel sad anymore. So I decided right. to write this poem. I wrote this poem with this letter. And immediately I could feel the weight lift off of me. And since then, you know, the, the poem turned into a book. And the, the book turned into this movement where we wanted to involved with the exercise of forgiveness because for me forgiveness is remembering to forgive again and uh that's why where we've been you know it's been and it, it was a lot of the book came about because I, I would go out and i would perform the poem dear father i did it on death poetry years ago 
And then mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would move around the country and perform this poem. And after every performance, I would find myself in conversations about forgiveness, about fatherlessness, about, or, or maybe it was, uh, you know, people dealing with issues with their mother or close friends or, or just needing to forgive themselves. And that ultimately led to me knowing that I needed to write this book. And, uh, mm-hmm. and that's, that's where we are now. Forgiveness is huge. And I think every one of us know it. It heals us first. It it takes care of us first. I mean, thank God that God is a forgiving God because can you imagine the trouble would we would be in today if he wasn't? Right? Absolutely. So then why would we not apply that? And I know that it becomes hard because sometimes I think we don't have enough knowledge as to why certain situations and circumstances are unfolding in our lives in particular. And sometimes I think the pain amplifies when I look at the life of somebody else and I don't know what they've done to create what might look like the gold boon was born in that one's mouth but not mine. And sometimes the pain you know, gets bigger for us. But I know that there are mysteries and secrets behind each soul's karmic choices. And we are living those experiences out now. We just don't remember. Now, a lot of us have a a natural ability to hold on to trauma, to those memories of the past. And it makes us get stuck. You know, it paralyzes us. How were you able to break the cycle of pain? Was it through the book? Was it through the poetry? Was it just that you just were showing up at the right time? Were you answering to the call that kept you know, troubling you in your mind at some point? What was it that made you break your cycle or continue to help you to break unhealthy cycles? Well, it was a it was a combination of things. I guess one was really the same as humanity in my father, just looking at him as a human being, person with with emotions, with feelings, with his own traumas that he had been through, and just being able to, to empathize with, with that, just being able to see him on that level. And I'm able to see any human, any other human being, and I'm, I'm able to listen to them. I'm able to see what they've gone through, and I'm able to, to understand. I knew that I needed to be able to do that with my father, even though he was so close, and, and I, I had this responsibility that I on him that I felt that he should have fulfilled, but that was that was a huge part of it. Just just seeing the humanity in him. The other the other part for me was just the exercise of poetry and expression and getting it out and not letting those those feelings and those emotions continue to fester and, and grow in the dark spaces of my spirit and, and my subconscious. You know, it was, it was me having the courage to finally take those those feelings on head on. And, and when, I, when I took them head on, the tools that, that were used to defeat them and to continue to defeat them because the battle is, is, is continuous was that expression of poetry and forgiveness and being able to empathize and, and just and just not wanting to feel uh, discouraged anymore. You know, I, I want to, I know that life is short. I know that, you know, it's a blink of an eye and I, I always wanted to, in my days in a, in a happy space, in a happy state of mind. So, you know, I, I had to check myself in, in a lot of in a lot of uh, in a lot of ways, and just and, and just just noted that everything happened for a reason, even though it may not have been the way I wanted things to play out. Everything happened for a reason, and, and I'm better because of it. 
and just, just be grateful, just live in gratitude. Even when I when I was writing a book, I felt myself like overwhelmed with gratitude. One for one for just being here. Two for things that that I was able to learn because my father wasn't in the picture. Three, knowing that my father spiritually is always with me. You know, and mm-hmm. and I was and I was also grateful for for having this gift that God has given me, so I would be able to go out and express the feelings that I had, and and to be able to help others who may not have the gift of writing and expression, and you know, just lend them some ideas and and some tools that may help them in their walk. Okay, well, you know what? That's beautiful, and I think that just hearing your story just reminds us of. How we're so, like many of us are so similar. Um, For the life of me, I never know why we think we're so different. (laughs) You know, it's like, okay, my color, my shade is a little bit prettier than yours. I I have to admit, you know, I'm copper. (laughs) Right. What what I'm saying is that we all have these attitudes. My hair is like this or or my dress looks better than your dress. It's ridiculous. We're all so much the same. Right? right? We all are all right. going through stuff. And I know what it's like when you start a movement from heart or from a calling or from an intuitive will. And because we just started Meditate the Vote in May and it's doing exceptionally well and we want to keep engaging in conversations how we can choose better better ways of expressing ourselves. We want to vote <laughs> to be a better human being, right? And you've started the National Dear Father Movement. And I want you to be able to share with our listeners how we can support this campaign which seeks to collect at least a million letters. And is it because of what you went through with your father that inspired you to, you know, be called to expand this for so many children today that are fatherless? Absolutely. It's the children. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was not, not just children, but, um, you know, because there are so many people who are, uh, you know, well into their older years and, and they're still dealing with the things that they went through when they were younger. They're still dealing with, with that pain, still dealing with those those feelings. And I, and I always say, you know, if, if you don't deal with your emotions, one day your emotions will deal with you. So that was the, uh, I guess, the, the, the nucleus of wanting to, to start the movement. You know, I do have the opportunity to go out, and it's a blessing to be able to go out and speak to to thousands and thousands of country and and tell them this story and let them know that you know the years that are in front of them can be can be shifted and shaped the way they want them to if they are able to get the the pain out of the way mm-hmm. that pain that anchors us and 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 um and grounds us in, mm-hmm. in the worst ways. And, you know, I, you know, I always teach them and, and tell them that, you know, they can fly if they're, they're just able to get that weight off of them. So we started the yeah. movement, you know, to to encourage people to, one, to, to forgive, two, to write, because writing is such a beautiful, beautiful art form. You know, literacy is such a, a necessity. So this also uh, encourages that you know the art form of, of communication, which is which is lacking at times. You know, with all the social media, with all the things that that we think connect us. You know, we we become a bit more disconnected. So mm-hmm. you know, getting back to the fundamentals of just sitting down with a pen and paper. You know, it it also oh, yeah, like promotes that. that, which to me is is which is to me very very important. So we um, we've been wanting been. Uh, working towards getting a million people 
to write letters, no matter the relationship with their father, is good, bad, or ugly, because we, we need the, you know, the people that are going through the, through um, the roughest moments. We need them to be hear the stories of those who didn't necessarily have have that story. Those who had a father in the home, those who had guidance and leadership and 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 loving uh, a loving environment. We need them to hear those stories. So what is there? time to become a father or their time to become a mother, then, you know, they'll mm-hmm. have these 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 positive images that may help guide them in, in their leadership, you know. Right. So um how can we get our letter in to be of support? Where do we go to get that in? Right, so it's really simple. We have a website, dearfatherletters dot com and mm. you can one, you can submit your letter there, or everyone doesn't want to share their, you know, most personal feelings. Some people can't share them, you know. Maybe there might yeah. maybe some, legal, some legalities or maybe, you know, they don't want to expose the family in a certain way or whatever it is. Um, we just ask that if you did write your letter that you still sign the registry. We have a registry so that you can sign saying that, that you know, I, I did write my letter. And 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 also I want people to hear the theme. The theme is one million letters written, one million hearts healed. So um, wow. again, you can go to you can go to the website dearfatherletters dot com, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of information there. We have dear dear dialogues that we're doing around the country where we have groups of people come together, and you know maybe someone's home or community center or you know, and and we just have a discussion uh, about. You know about fatherlessness, about growing up in a home, or you know just any feelings that people may be dealing with at the time. We also have a curriculum, so any teachers out there, any educators, mm. principals, we have a dear father curriculum that you can get on the website as well, and it's a free it's a free curriculum that you can download. We just ask that you sign up and say this school is involved with uh, the dear father movement, and um, it's so beautiful. yeah, that's where we're at. So, yeah, Dear Father Letters with an S, DearFatherLetters.com. Well, congratulations on that, and I'll be sending in my letter today for sure. And Thank you. As, you're welcome, I promise. And, of course, I never like to end conversations that are so rich. So we have our physical fathers, whether they were physically present for us or not. And then we have the Father for the Soul, who is ever-present. Can you leave us with a few words that could keep deepening our relationship with the Supreme Father who is ever-present, where we can just remember that even if my physical father might not show up when I need him the most, my spiritual father is always there. Absolutely. Can I do it with a poem? Please. You can't block your blessing. When they come your way, you got to be ready, ready to receive. you got to shake off the fear and believe because the times were tested tested to see how far we really are, how strong we really are, how far we really go. There's an army growing, but you can't join unless you know what you fight. Because if you stand for nothing, you fall for anything. So stand tall. Mm-hmm. Know that you can't walk until you crawl. You can't run until you walk. You can't fly without a running start. So pump your arms when you come off the block. And it won't do you no harm to come off your block. Get out and see the world because everyone has their own mountaintop. It wasn't promised to a few, but promised to those who knew. So climb the way you breathe and never stop. 
Inhale your best. Exhale the BS. Keep on keeping on. See where you're going and work on getting there. Don't hate on others when others get theirs because you go get yours. You go knock down your own doors. Know that God go take care of you and yours. That's why miracles happen out of the blue. So know that and remember that can't nobody stop you but you because dreams don't come true. They are true. So dream big. Then after that, dream even bigger. So big that Martin and Coretta uh, up in heaven, holding hands, smiling down on us with a tear in their eye, enjoying their hearts, saying, Amen, Amen, Amen. Mm. 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 <laughs> Thank you. I have to hold that. Whoa. You've got to come mm. to the museum here. You've got to come here. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I love that. I so love that. Jay, thank you for letting us always remember that words have a lot of power. And um, thank you for letting us remember that forgiveness is the way. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you for having me again, too. I really appreciate (laughs) it. You're the best. All the very best. Take care, Al. You, too. God bless you. Same to you. Bye-bye. All right. Peace. Peace. Well, I don't have anything to say. That's our show. That's it. Go to DearFatherLetter.com and send in your letter. Tell us how you healed yourself, how best we could do it. So that's DearFatherLetters.com. You're listening to America Meditating Radio. We have the amazing Jay Ivey on. And we're going to end the show with just him, just him. Take care, everyone. Here's Jay. Raise your vibrations. Take care, everyone.
just like I knew it would. I'm back to meet my neighbors in the hood. Back, back to looking to the stars, looking in the hearts, connecting, reflecting. We all been detecting change and shift, a tilt in the axis, like a close call. It's no accident. Something's happening. Feel that something's happening. I'm traveling. I'm babbling. Purpose. Have you found yours? Ignore yours. You're getting the itch to explore more. Open more doors. Peek in. We all seeking peace to the east. My brother to the east. I'm from the X clan. Finishing these moves so I can move to the next plan. I'm plotting. Yes, I get it popping. I pop in so I like can intertwine and dance between minds. Hands open wide. I'm catching feelings. Oh, I got that spirit. Can't you hear it? Yeah, you hear it. They fear it when we get here. When we get up there. When we climb those stairs. When we scale the air. When we breathe without stress. Yes, we forget how blessed we are. We've come far, not far enough. I look in the mirror, ask myself, what you go doing the clutch? I'm breaking the cuss, pushing past the cuss. Pay attention to what they doing to us. Clarity is a must. Habits come calling. In the eye of the storm, I'm holding on to everything that's calming. The fight is exhausting. Thank God I ain't lost it. Thank God I ain't lost it. I stay praying to him. Time to get back in the gym, back on the pen. Working it out, because I know it's going to all work out in the end. Why pretend like it ain't? You think things go defeat you, but they can't. You stronger than that. I'm stronger than that. I done stood on mine. Ain't no turning back. All I got is my words, these words, these conversations. Let them be heard in your nerves, digging your reserves, and let's raise our vibration. Let's raise our vibration. Raise your vibration. Come on and raise Vibration. 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 Vibration.